I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. This is one of the Meet the Candidate podcast series in the Rio Grande Guardian. Longtime Edinburgh Municipal Judge Toribio Terry Palacios is running for the open district attorney seat in Hidalgo County. This is Steve Taylor for the Rio Grande Guardian. We're in far Texas today. We've had an event at Taco Fiesta. Uh, where supporters of Judge Terry Palacios have been here to meet the Terry because Terry is running for district attorney. It's an open seat. Terry's hopeful and, and asking the people of Hidalgo County to, to vote for him as the new DA. So, Terry, what was today all about? Well, basically uh, introducing myself to these uh, folks because, as you, you, you know well, that we can't win our race by ourselves. It takes the voters and it takes, a, you know, uh, everybody to go out there and support the candidate in order to win an election. It's a big county, so we need to go piece by piece and, and then try to get as many supporters as we can. And basically, in order to faithfully support somebody, I think you need to know them. And basically, I, I gave him a little bit of my background, and now we come from humble beginnings, and I'm the youngest of 12, the only one that got educated, and, and after that, a lot of my nephews and nieces that, that uh, were raised with me continued the, my same path. So basically, that's that's my background on that. Uh, and, and then I tell them, well, why am I running for DA's office? In my 30 years of practice criminal law, I never envisioned myself running for district attorney's office. Uh, Ricky Rodriguez, our DA, uh, which is a nephew of mine, decided not to run. So he's leaving that position open. And I said, you know what? What a great fit. You know, I have 30 years of experience in the criminal law field. I've seen and, 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 and defended people for 30 years. I've also been the judge in Edinburgh for 27 of those years as an elected official. Because Edinburgh is one of the few cities that you get elected as a judge. And I've ran over and over again without, any, you know, without anybody getting me off the bench. So that says a lot about giving back to the community and how you treat people with dignity and respect. And, 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 and that's what I have to offer our, our, our citizens, you know, my 30 years of experience, 20 years of working with police departments, police departments and not only Edinburgh, but DPS and other small departments that need help. I've worked with these guys before for 27 years. Uh, I've done everywhere from blood warrants, search warrants, uh, signed magistrations, I've done bonds. I've met with victims on on on, uh, on criminal cases. Uh, we've handled domestic violence cases, protective orders, all that stuff that the DA's uh, office needs to know. I, you know, DA's office is a the biggest law firm we have here in the valley. It heads about 80 plus attorneys, and I've been in every district court practicing law, and then we have 10, 10 of them. I've been in every county court of law, practicing law, and we have 10 of those. I've known, I've gone in front of every assistant DA in my last 30 years, just about. And I've earned their respect, and they know who I am, and they know how I practice. Now I'm trying to run them, and I think in order to run the DA's office, you need that experience, you need that temperament, you need that knowledge in order to, to do that. And that's what I'm offering. It was a great fit. I never thought I would, I would do this, 
but I'm here and this is what I'm offering the, our citizens of the Redal County is somebody with with great experience with transparency with dignity and just to treat everybody fair across the board and justice for all not just for the for the rich or I think RD's office has come a long ways we still have a long ways to go uh, yeah, Mr. Rodriguez, our previous DA, did the Special Crimes Unit, which is Crimes Against Children, which is very good, but I think we need other specialized uh, units, like Major Crimes, uh, a Public Corruption Unit. We need uh, White Collar Crimes uh, for fraud and stuff like that. We need uh, a group of uh, specialized uh, prosecutors who will just target first-time offender drug users, our, our drug Use amongst our young kids have been terrible out here. We never seen meth, and in my experience as a municipal court judge, meth has just been worse. It's getting worse, and where we never used to hear of meth addicts. Now we have it all over our streets, and we got to start working with these kids to get them actual rehab instead of just putting them in jail and getting them through courts. And if for the fact that they won't get in trouble. But for the drug use, I think we need to work with those kids, you know, especially if they're young or, or you know, or young adults or, or whatever that get into drug use. And that hits close to home because I have a son that's, that has an issue with, with drugs. And fortunately, I have enough money to send him to Kerrville to get a, a rehab and detox center. And, but I think, well, what happens is that people don't have insurance and they can't send their kids. We need something in here in our valley because we have the issue and only the privileged are getting help. Now we need some something like this for our underprivileged kids, something locally, something that will give um, like a, a, a detox center and then after your detox center go to sobriety house where you, you actually house them and let them go to work and come back to sleep for a certain amount of time and make them feel they're worth something. So those are programs I kind of want to try to uh, target uh, amongst the other the other specialized uh, uh, programs that that we already had started with Rick Rodriguez. Unfortunately, he he doesn't want to seek another uh, election. So those are things I want to to continue the progress, to continue the the uh, the progress in our DA's office. That that's what I'm trying to do. You, in those remarks there, you make quite a make a, a big play on 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 drug use and and the impacts of drugs here, and how the courts system and the DA's office has to react to all that. As the DA, would you be involved in in a in a big way, uh, maybe um, prosecuting at the, the the issue at source? In other words, all the people that are trying to say get guns into Mexico which helps the the gangs and the cartels you know bring the drugs across here is that something as a, a DA you would get involved in and how serious is that an issue for a border region like ours look this is my thought on drug use if we could get rid of our users you won't have a source you know what I mean I mean they, it, it's a commodity deal it's, it's a you know demand deal we could try to help those kids stop buying drugs then you may not have these dealers around here but 
I mean, I, but yes, we need to hit the source. We need to hit these guys that are do selling and not just and not just use. You know what I mean? That is very important because okay? those create violent crimes, and that's why we have to have a, a special crimes unit for major crimes. And 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 yes, we need to hit our source. Yes. You also mentioned that the DA's office has come a long way, but there's a long way to go. Let me drill down on that and get you to explain more. What do you mean by that? Was there a time when the DA's office wasn't that strong and now it's much better, but you still have quite a ways to go? Yes, I, I think we need to start working with our police departments a little bit stronger. During the COVID, that's kind of broke off because we can't really meet with them. But I think training our officers on the street will help us make better cases to prosecute or to dismiss. I think our training, with especially in the low, in the smaller population, the Progreso, all these uh, small uh, entities that don't have the money to train your officers, we need to come in there and step in. Our our officers are backbone to our prosecution. So if we get well-trained officers, then we'll get a, a, a very well-prepared case. And the defense attorney will see, hey, I need to plead this. And I know this because I've been a defense attorney for quite a while. I see if, if it's a strong case against my client, I'm going to tell my client, you need to cut a deal or you're going to go to jail. So <clears throat> I've been doing this for 30 years. So I think training our officers and, and, and being in direct communication with offering and offering these officers some training, especially in the smaller cities where they don't have the money to, to spend on training, is something integral we, we need to do. And we do have prosecutors that know the law, and we do have prosecutors that can, can teach these uh, smaller entities in order for them to help us. And helping them will help the DA's office prosecutors. So there are backbones. There, there. I mean, we're pro police, of course, because that's that's how a case starts from the street. And if we can train these officers, uh, another thing is uh, mental health people. I mean, there's a lot of times we need to recognize that out in the street. I've seen it in my court where there was somebody for criminal trespass, but he's mentally not all there. I don't want to start prosecuting people and putting them in jail for 10, 15 days without their medications so they could get worse. We need to get them to somewhere where they can get help. So we need to train our officers to recognize when, and we need to train ourselves to recognize when there's a mental health person and there's not, instead of just charging them for a crime. In other words, a mental health person may, you, a police officer may touch you, he don't want to get touched, you know, and he may struggle. So what do we have? A resisting arrest. He may punch the officer. What do we have? An assault and peace officer. Oh, now he's a felon. And he really shouldn't be. He should be an MHMR or some type of mental health treatment. So that's another target of, of, of people that we want to try to be more sensitive to as a DA's office. And well, Terry, thank you so much for this very in-depth interview. And I know I think we've explored the issues pretty well here. I've just got one more question. Uh, the campaign filing period ended early December. Probably after that, a lot of people were just looking forward to Christmas. And now you've got a very truncated campaign season, just two months. March the 1st is the election. You are super well known in Edinburgh, obviously, uh, been a judge for so many years, but the rest of the county, how are you going about getting out there and meeting all the different communities? And as you're doing it, what are you hearing from the voters? What are their top issues? Well, basically what we're doing, is we're, we're running from Sullivan City all the way to Mercedes, meeting these these groups that, that know uh, uh, the, the voters and trying to get 
recognizing and telling them what I have and what I have to offer and how I experience does really matter instead of just uh, yeah, just running to run. You know, I, I think uh, when they see your qualifications, when they see your experience, and they'll do the right the right choice and they'll vote the right way but it's not easy we're still gonna run we're gonna continue running hard we're gonna start walking block walking uh we have a, a nice group of people that are gonna help but we can't do it ourselves as a candidate we need everybody to go out there and help us out and, and see the qualifications see 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 your experience and then vote the right way well terry thank you so much for today's interview um listeners you've been listening to terry palacios who's running for district attorney in the seventh largest county in texas hidalgo county it's great to see you terry uh, good luck on the campaign trail and i'm sure we're going to see each other again uh, before march the first thank you so much no thank you thank you for the interview and we'll be seeing you Steve Taylor spoke to Edinburgh Municipal Judge Toribio Terry Palacios, who is now running for the open district attorney seat in Hidalgo County. This was one of the Meet the Candidate series of podcasts in the Rio Grande Guardian. I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.